You are now live on air. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Indie Radio, broadcast number 31. Indie Radio is an indie game development talk show which is here to bring you interviews with both large and lesser-known developers, recap the latest news, debate about topics in indie gaming, and to give you some tips and tricks for your journey into programming. Today, I will be your host, Brett Hudson, broadcasting live from the Midwest United States. I'm Ian, co-host. Yay. Alright, so sorry about that rough introduction. Uh, basically, uh, the show outlines are pretty similar to usual. We have the news right away. Um, then we're going to transition into a discussion about the Ouya uh, console. Which, hmm, interesting. Um, Splinter, I think, commented on how I pronounced it. He put two U's. Is that so Ouya or is that Oya? It's supposed to be the Ouya, as in, like, Booyah, but without the B, according to them. Yeah, I thought so. My brother keeps pronouncing it Oya. I'm like, it's not O-yeah. <laughs> uh, I um, keep saying, like, Oya or something, and then I'm like, shit, no. And I have to correct myself, it's really, really annoying. Yep. Anyway, uh, one of our listeners um, messaged me yesterday about... Uh, the Batman shooting, and then we've gotten a few other requests. Uh, they wanted us to do a little segment on that. I don't know why we are an indie game development talk show. It doesn't really have anything to do with indie gaming, but uh, obviously we do want to honor uh, those people. It was like one of the biggest shootings in the U.S., if not the biggest I've been hearing. 71 people injured or killed when you told it together. It's awful. <clears throat> but um, since we did bring it up, I wanted to tie it into gaming. Uh, because, obviously, the media is going to want somebody to blame for, um, this, a this, uh, incident, and I'm guessing that they're going to go after, uh, video games, because they're going to blame video games that it's violent and all sorts of stuff. I already saw a news article about the Batman shooting, about how Batman Arkham City takes place in the theater. Yeah, maybe the last part of the game takes place in the theater, but the whole Hey, hey, how would we blame the little promotional video for Gangster Squad instead? Because there was actually, uh, in that, there's like a clip where you have people with uh, machine guns opening fire on the theater. So, <laughs> you know, that, that might just maybe have something to do with it. Because that played, I'm pretty sure, right before the Batman showings and everything, too. That's and then they insane. just, they pulled that, because obviously you don't want that after the shooting, but still. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's insane. But, oh uh, yeah, hopefully the uh, media doesn't come after the video game industry too much, although they probably will, considering, you know, that's the way that <clears throat> it works. And then we'll rebuttal. Yep. Well, uh, as long as they stay away from game jolts, we're all, we're all good. Uh, Game Jolt just Take what you released... want, just leave Game Jolt alone! <laughs> Game Jolt just released their game achievement system. Uh, we mentioned it in the last broadcast because they were about to go into open beta, I believe. Um, and now, well, I don't 
I don't think it's even open beta. I think it's just open. Is it still a beta? It's, well, I don't think they're counting as a beta anymore, but, I mean, yeah. the whole site is still questionably in beta. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, yeah, I don't think they're counting as in beta anymore because it was in beta for a couple of years. I got in really quickly, and they just now finally released it to the public. So... I, I think it's kind of out of beta now. Whatever the case, it's fully functional, and there's a bunch of cool features with it, such as, well, obviously the achievements, which are trophies on GameJolt. Uh, you also have the data storage and multiple high scores tables, and I think there's sessions with it now. Uh, yeah, game sessions and player status, and it also... Uh, by the community, actually, for the most part, uh, we have a bunch of different languages and tools that it works with. So there's C slash C plus plus, ActionScript three, GameMaker, Unity C sharp, Java, Construct, and PHP. I know that uh, I think Ashley was working on JavaScript. So if you're doing uh, either web or like HTML five or stuff like that, it could also work out and whatnot. But um, yeah, so. If pretty much anything you're developing for you could check out there and if it's not already got an API on GameJolt you can generally just request that somebody make it or you can try and make one yourself using the uh, uh, there's a thing for it just just ask someone in the chat, someone will find it <laughs> yep um, and then Ashley in the IRC Ashley is a moderator at GameJolt he's pretty well known to everybody who is usually there and he said that the uh, achievements is completely open, though. Uh, also, for anybody who's just starting to listen in now, uh, join our IRC. It's bit.ly, bit.ly, slash indie, I-N-D-I-E, and then a capital I-R-C. And uh, that that's a shortened link, so you don't have to type out the ridiculously long uh, link that we usually put out. Alright, next up we have Stencil 2.2 is now out. It's just a minor update with a few features and uh, improvements that they're putting into 3.0, such as the universal game settings. So, it's, uh, it's accessible from the view menu, it says, or as a keyboard shortcut. And uh, just this little area in it where you can obviously set universal game settings. Um, and then there's an improved testing workflow <coughs> for uh, testing. Yeah, these these are pretty obvious. Um, Ooh, they fixed a broken <laughs> link and added the new language Portuguese. Ooh, nice. Yep. And then the control panel. God, I, I just need Portuguese support. Mm-hmm. Always nice. All right. Osmos multiplayer update launches for iOS. Um, have you played? Osmos, I, I have an iOS and PC. I've I don't think I've played too much on PC actually, but it's kind of fun when you're just looking to like with your iPod or whatever. You can just kind of take it out and it's more calm, so it's a lot easier to play in class. You know? Oh. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. So it's it's just I'm probably gonna have to check that out sometime soon when I remember. It's a really fun game, so I can totally see that multiplayer working out. Since I, uh, basically, if you've played Osmos, you know there's the other organisms there that you can, that can, well, 
anything larger than you can absorb you, but there's other organisms there that act in different ways and try to absorb you or get away or whatever. And um, so essentially it's going to be that type of thing, except with real people finally. So I think that'll just be really fun to try out. Wait, real people? Like, real life? What? Well, multiplayer. It's other people playing oh with you. God. You're not going to be, like, swallowing a human bread. Who... who? That, that would require friends, though. So how oh. are you going to play that? I guess I can't try it out. Sorry, Ian. <laughs> Damn. Alright, the Indie Gala has their mobile 2 bundle. And uh, it seems like it's Android only, because they have Android logos everywhere, and I don't see any Apple... So I, they should probably call it the Android bundle, not the mobile bundle. That would make a lot more sense. <clears throat> anyway, they have the Lost Souls Battle Group and Itchy available for the main three games. You pay more than $5, and you get Zalorian's Call of Chululu. I, Cthulhu. I, can, I can never say that. Come on. And then LS for LW2. I don't know what that means. Oh, and then there's acronyms. also three more games on the side. Spin Deluxe, Tiny Plumbers, and Cute Things DV. Some of the games are also redeemable on Vizura. And there are um, PC downloads for some of the games as well, if I read it correctly. Let's hope. Anyway, the lowest you can donate is a dollar. The highest you can donate is Infinity. And then, of course, you get the extra six games if you pay over five dollars. You want to take the next article? Well, okay. The uh, Fez team has said that the recertification price is going to be too costly for updating the uh, having another patch on Fez, essentially, uh, because they're currently still limited to 360, and it will cost tens of thousands of dollars, they say, to issue another patch for the patch. So... Uh, because Microsoft would charge them that much, and Microsoft thinks that their current patch is acceptable, it's good enough for release, they are just going to keep that patch out, even though it may screw over about 1% of the uh, players. Um, and as they also uh, added that people often mistakenly believe that they get paid by Microsoft for being exclusive to their platform, but in actuality, they pay them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. That doesn't make sense. Why I I don't understand Microsoft. It's a shitty company. I they piss well, me this off. is part of the reason for you know the Ouya. If you're trying mm -hmm. to get on a console, it shouldn't be nearly as much of a bitch when you're able to get out about as easily as you can get why, on the Android. Why app. would you have to pay someone for them to host is your a game? Patch so that your game is better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to put in all the effort to fix it. You have to find the bug, fix the bug, play it, make sure that the fix works, then get it so you can just download it, and then you have to pay. A bunch of bullshit. <clears throat> and that's because it's Microsoft. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Sickening. Alright, um, there is a new Indie Tools. Oh, wait. I, I'm reading the title. I should probably 
not just read the title. Anyway, there is an indie tool out called the Petit Computer, P-E-T-I-T, Petit, something like that. And basically, it is a program that you can run on your Nintendo DSi and 3DS, <clears throat> and it has a uh, touchscreen keyboard. And basically, you can run programs, or you can write your own programs on the uh, Nintendo consoles. It came out to the Nintendo DSiWare service on 19th, the 19th of July, which was obviously two days ago as of right now, recording this. And it's um, basically the basically the basic language, yep. And uh, when you finish it, you can actually turn it into a QR code, so other people can just scan the QR code, and then the program comes onto it, which is genius. And it's hmm. so simple, but it makes a lot of sense. Um, if, if I had a 3DS or a DSi, I'd definitely try it out. It sounds like a really fun little tool. And obviously, not a lot of people that I know program on a 3DS. Do you, Ian? No. No. I don't think I even. Well, I, I probably have some friend who was a 3DS or something, but <laughs> I've started going the opposite direction, so I'm trying to get older Nintendo handhelds and whatnot. <laughs> Just got a Game Boy a couple months back. Nice. Yep. And then with handhelds, machinery. Machinarium. Machinarium. You're really, really doing well with your pronunciations today. Anyways, uh, Machinarium is coming to the PS Vita, says ESRB. Um, they updated their listing for uh, Amnesia Design's popular adventure game, Machinarium, revealing that PlayStation Vita port is likely in the works. There's a downloadable PlayStation 3 version is scheduled for launch this summer, and so it would make uh, a good candidate for simultaneous release across both platforms using the PlayStation Store. So it's it's not confirmed, but they did say that they would like to bring the game to Vita. Um, anyways, that would be great, I think, because Machinarium is fracking amazing. I haven't played it yet. I have it from... Humble Probably, Bundle 3. Yep. I was going to say the third Humble Bundle. And then didn't they have another one as well? <clears throat> I'm, I'm guessing they did. Well, they might have included another one, but yeah. yeah. Actually, it might have been Humble Bundle 2 when I got it with 3. I don't know. That's probably what it was. Alright. Um, and then another game that is being ported is Awesome Knots. It's coming to the PC. And... Basically, it was only available on the PlayStation Network and the Xbox Live Arcade, but they finally are porting it over to PC, and it'll be showing up on Steam in what they say is approximately a month. And that was a week ago, so we can expect it middle of August. And then they also said that there's going to be a Mac version available, and you can check out more information at the official website, awesomenots.com. It's awesome, N A. U-T-S dot com. Um, for the fifth year in a row now, there uh, is a free issue from game developer, the Game Career Guide. Essentially, if I recall correctly, they cover a bunch of different tools that you can use to develop and other things like that, so that uh, if you're already in making games, you can find 
new things you can do, or if you haven't started yet, then it can help you get a nice start by finding, oh, there's Game Maker, Game Salad, or something, and having a little description so you know, like, oh, this one seems like it'll be right for me, and you can go ahead and try it. Um, pretty sure they have a lot more things than that, too, but that's just one of the main things I recall from it. Yeah. And then uh, they have a topic, or not a topic, an article in it, um, and uh, the project leader, Matthew Weiss, explains what went right and wrong while exploring alternative theories of game narrative. And uh, I see some titles in here, such as Little Big Planet, uh, Trackmania, Trials Evolution, and uh, that's that's all the games that I've seen here, so I'm not sure if he worked on one of these or all of these, but um, he's talking about alternative theories of game narrative, so having it so, you know, you can tell a story through other means other than talking. And then he also managed a team of student interns that he talks about, and um, I'm guessing that there's some other articles in the Game Career Guide. I haven't checked it out yet. Uh, it's been out for a week. But uh, you can find it at the game developer. Just look up Game Career Guide on uh, Google. These these links are going to be sending me in circles for a little while, so it'd probably just be easier to do that. Game Career Guide 2012. Alright, the PAX Prime 2012's PAX 10 games are revealed. Um, the games are Containment, The Zombie Puzzler by Bootsnake Games, Deity by Digipen, Offspring Fling by Kyle Pulver, Puzzle Juice by Asher Vollmer, Splice by Cipher Prime, and then you can play these only at PAX Prime, it says. Uh, Johan Sebastian Jost by Die Do It Fabric. Oh my god. They're, they know that I have, like, I'm developing some sort of speech impediment, I swear. The Bridge by Ty Taylor and Mario Casanita. Oh, God. The Swapper by Facepalm Games, Cannon Brawl by Turtle Sandbox, and Catch-22 by Mango Down. Um, so these are the ten games that they are have revealed and at the PAX 10. And, um, obviously, they had tickets available for a while, but it's sold out in Seattle. So, for everybody going to PAX, get excited. Those are the games that you'll be seeing there. And then, I'm guessing there will be some others as well. Game Makers Developer Network. A closed beta promotion. Um, a video was posted by Carlos Ramos, or however you pronounce his name. Might be messing up as badly as Brentwood. Um, but features before 2013 will include online language references for any language you can build a game in or tool. Um, make it like tutorials where we take a game like Super Meat Boy and rebuild it for you step by step in the most popular game development tools. Uh, weekly free commercial quality game art. Game dev tools like online editors, collaboration slash time management tools, and sprite builders. And after 2013, they want code editors like JS Fiddle for languages where we can emulate this online, and collaboration tools. And he may start a Kickstarter campaign. Um, I suppose we could burst about the URL or something since this is YouTube, or you can simply search for Game Makers Dev Network and 
then dash close BF promo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, about a minute and a half video on YouTube, and there's not a whole lot to uh, see, but he basically um, does some um, talking about, well, he doesn't actually talk in the video, but uh, there's text saying, you know, he's going to take different features from different sites, such as W3Schools, how they have the interactive HTML and JavaScript editors that you can use, and then also talking about how the PHP manual is set up and how how it might be a little bit like that in the sense that you can look at the main thing and then people can post comments and examples underneath it. So it's definitely an interesting project and I'm waiting to see more about it. And if he does a Kickstarter, I'm definitely going to uh, contribute to that. And that's actually a perfect transition into our next topic, which is the Ouya. Ouya! Alright, so the Ouya, if anybody hasn't heard, which means that you are completely out of the loop, is a new game development console running Android. Well, obviously a bit modified Android, but that's, that's the basis on it, and it is targeted for indie developers. Alright, the Ouya is being led by um, Julie, Julie Ehrman. Okay, yep, just... And designed by Ives Behar, the <laughs> CEO and founder of the Fuse Project, if I recall correctly. Um, and so, just because of those people, in addition to there's someone else now, I believe, with one of the Kickstarter mm -hmm. updates they mentioned, it, I seriously doubt it's going to just suddenly disappear, fail miserably or something, before it can even at least launch and get uh, consoles out to the backers on Kickstarter, because mm -hmm. these people are kind of big. <laughs> and they're backed by tons of uh, developers already, such as um, Adam Saltzman, creator of Cannabalt and the Flixel Library, Genova Chen, the guy that create. Uh, leads that game company, you know, made Flow, Cloud, Flower, and uh, recently Journey, the best-selling PlayStation Network game of all time. Uh, Marek Rabis by Mad F from from Mad Finger Games, and then David Ettery, the guy that created Triple Town. Um, they are, they said that there's going to be Minecraft on there, tons of indie games. But not just tweeted, on the other hand, that they might not port over Minecraft again because oh. they want to redesign the entire thing at their time. And they don't want to just do it like the Android version exactly because that's not designed for such good specs. Mm -hmm. And it With the RAM and stuff, it actually could probably have a larger map than the 360 version. Mm -hmm. So, And there wouldn't be multiplayer. If the well, actually, there would be multiplayer. if That would be quite doable, yeah. yeah. Never mind. The Android um, has version. I completely forgot about that. One of the other things, uh, one of the other people working on it that I forgot a minute ago is one of the guys who he was a part of Amazon and he worked on the Kindle line of products. So he's helping along with this too. And yet there's still a bunch of speculation as to whether or not this will actually come out. And that's just kind of annoying me at this point. Um, I think. One of the things I haven't heard much about is the fact that by making it a console and it's nice and cheap and whatnot, I feel like you can really, uh, you'll get a different audience in the sense that even though you can play any games easily on PC and stuff, you're not going to have, like, very young children and 
even a lot of teenagers probably won't really be playing indie games or everything normally, but when you have a console like this, if it gets well-known enough, then I think, because it's cheap and small and all these other good reasons, people will try it or whatever, or get their friends to try and crap like that, and buy their kids it for Christmas, that type of stuff, and when you have that, then you have these new group of people being introduced to creative games again, because mm -hmm. commercial games used to actually be, you know, creative and everything if you go and look back, but recently, that's when they've been shoving down the, uh, or relatively recently anyways, they've been shoving the whole sequel after sequel down your throat and just doing a bunch of, like, FPSs and things like that. So I think it'll be kind of cool to be able to reach that mm -hmm. audience of people who wouldn't normally be able to get your game and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's also really cheap. I mean, a hundred dollars for a quality console. Why? Why? Why would you say no? Uh, there's also the free-to-play model, which essentially uh, a game can be pretty normal and everything. But like a lot of the games on Steam, you have to at least have some sort of free thing going on. So you can have like a demo, like on Steam, or you can have uh, something more like. The gamification type, not gamification, what am I saying? You got something with little microtransactions like you get on Facebook or uh, on a lot of apps on phones. Um, or you can simply have some sort of set time trial or something. Also, if anybody wants to check out the video of the Ouya or uh, just read up more about it while we're talking about it, you can go to kickstarter.com and search Ouya up in the or you can go to ouya.tv, which will, at the moment, redirect to their Kickstarter. That should be their website when the Kickstarter ends, but, um, yeah. Yep, oh, it looks like they have a new update, because I believe the number was at four. It was last five night. last night. Five. Oh, Stay happy birthday to, date, to me. Oh, it was Julie's birthday yesterday. She wanted to say So she released the booyah sound. Yep. It's it like, really, I think, does need some improvement, though, because it, as someone pointed out, it really is, like, overly short and whatnot, the Ouya sound, I mean, so, and there's just kind of a low rumble thing going on for the first, like, second or two. Ooh, yeah. yep. Still sounds cool, it's just, it's not long enough. Mm-hmm. Have any idea how many times I've heard that? Wow. Not quite sure how to transition off of this. But um, they are putting a lot of time into the design. Uh, if you watch the video, you'll see that they went through, like, I don't know, a few hundred different designs for the controller. They wanted to make sure that it was perfect. You know, they they did different designs. Um, they made little models out of wood to make sure that it felt right. If it didn't feel right, they'd round it a little more. They'd, they'd shift it. it and... Uh, the final controller looks beautiful. Um, it's not the final controller. It's not even actually okay, made yet. Not, not the rendered. final controller, but you know what I mean. Yes, it does look sexy. Yes. Um, right now it looks like there's four buttons on it. Uh, well, on the right side, you know, where you'd have your X, Y, that stuff. And uh, the bottom one's green, top one's yellow, blue left, and red right. So it looks uh, like they're going after the Xbox color scheme. Though Evis has said that they're going to add either letters or symbols because otherwise colorblind people would be somewhat screwed. <laughs> and uh, then 
They also, I'm pretty sure, plan they at least plan having some uh, the right and left triggers. I don't know if they're going to have multiple um, R and L buttons. Essentially, mm -hmm. uh, there's two joysticks, even though you can only see one in the picture, and there's going to be a D-pad in addition to. Um, and the thing that they're trying to do to make it slightly innovative, since this is based off Android anyways, is uh, there's a touchpad on the controller, and it won't have the screen or anything, but still, you'll be able to use that for like swiping gestures and things, and mm -hmm. I'm sure that someone will figure out some cool way to use that in their game. Yeah, for sure. I, I can already think of some different ideas. You know, you it could be used for a uh, menu interference, you know? You could have like a little inventory at the bottom, and you could swipe left and right to change items, such as in Minecraft. And then obviously you could click it to like change your weapon or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure obviously There's that's things. just an idea that I came up with, but there will probably be genius ideas using that, considering this isn't this is marketed for the indies. And also a huge feature of it is the rooting button on the top. Basically, they they totally want people to hack their console, they're saying. And uh, right on the top, there's a giant button that you can press that roots your console for you. And then, obviously, you can modify it from there. It does turn off their marketplace, Store though. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. so, well, you know, at least that's what they think at the moment. They might change the idea, because, honestly, I think they should go the route of Minecraft with the whole... People are going to try to pirate your game either way, and, well, they're going to either way, so if you try and prevent that and stuff like that, that's like, if they can't pay while they have the rooted console, they're not going to bother paying, they're just going to stick with having it rooted and illegally get them, but if, you know, it's like, oh, you can still use the store and everything, then people are more likely to buy it and whatnot, because they're like, mm -hmm. oh, sure. Yeah. But, um, what were you saying, you said something about it the other day that there'd also be an unroot button? What was that all about? There was not an unroot button, though maybe you could hit the root button again for something. Yeah. I think they're saying that you could, uh, there's going to be some sort of restore method, if that's what they were doing, though. So even if it disabled the store and stuff, you could easily like unroot it and restore your accounts and all this other stuff, like games and whatnot, and all the save that and everything, or something like that. Um... um Speaking of the console itself, it's supposed to be roughly the size of a three by three Rubik's cube. So, which is insanely small. I mean, you can you can obviously hold a Rubik's two cube and a in quarter your hand. inches. Jeez. Yeah, a Rubik's cube is about two inches tall. The one that I'm holding right now. So it it'd be just slightly bigger than a uh, Rubik's brand Rubik's cube. <coughs> That's that's insanely small. I mean, land parties. <laughs> All right. Uh, for the specifications of the console, there's a Tegra three core or quad core processor, one gig of RAM, eight gigabytes of internal flash storage, HDMI connection to the TV with support for up to 1080p HD, Wi-Fi 802.11.11. Anyway, there's Wi-Fi, Bluetooth uh, 4.0. Uh, there's one USB port. Wireless controller with standard controls, two analog sticks, D-pad, eight action buttons, and a system button, along with their innovative touchpad, Android 4.0, and Ethernet. 
that Wi-Fi is B slash G slash N, by the way, since Brent skipped pretty much the only important part of that entire thing. Of course. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's there's already some people dedicating that they're not dedicating. That's not a good word. But um, some people who are already essentially saying that there's, they're going to make games for it or they already have a game that works for it or whatever. I think there's actually a few Kickstarters already for uh, games <laughs> on the Ouya. That's crazy. Um, also, another kind of crazy thing is the number of... Uh, Websites that have popped up already, these unofficial forums and other things like my-ouya.com uh, and ouyadevs.com and things like that. Huh. I'm gonna have to uh, check out Ouya. I think I saw ouyaouya.com or something was like a Tumblr blog or something huh. yesterday. Uh, um, there is just a ton of this stuff popping up, and so it, it seems like it should be pretty easy to. Um, find news for it and whatnot if you want to. Uh, there's also now 5.3 million backers. Jeez. Not backers. Let's go with dollars. 41,000 backers. Um, and there's still 18 days to go. It's only been going for about 12 days, and if any other Kickstarters really are signed here, a lot of people are going to be waiting till the end to, you know, suddenly rush in and buy one still. Mm -hmm. So, even though we already had a surge at the beginning, we're probably going to get kind of another surge at the end. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, I uh, paid nine. Well, I pledged ninety nine dollars. Yeah, let's, let's because talk I about what the develop for this like as soon as possible. <laughs> except I can't afford the uh, developer ones or any of the other stuff that gets you it extra early. So let's uh, let's talk about the different pledges. Um, Ten dollars or more, you can reserve your username before the launch, and um, that should be about just... September that they're doing that. Yep. And then uh, September also has a pledge $25 or more. Uh, you get your username, and you also get a founder emblem forever emblazoned next to your username. So you get to have this stylish, or stylish uh, founder emblem, but it looks, <clears throat> considering they have uh, 40,000, or 40, almost 42,000 backers, and 1,000 of those are ten dollars. There's going to be about forty thousand people with the founder emblem, which is so basically you're going to stick out more if you don't have it. It sounds like for a while. Well, yeah, for a while. But right at the beginning, you know, if you buy one, and you're going to see all these people with founder emblems, and you're going to be like, "Is there anybody that didn't donate?" Um, well, there's also the people who want it but they can't afford it right now, or mm -hmm. stuff like that, like you, who you know. There you go. Ouch. You'll stick out from the rest of the crowd. Yeah. Uh, pledge $95 or more. There was only 1,000 of these. It sold out pretty damn quickly. Uh, you can... What? You go. <laughs> I was about to cut in. No, uh, go ahead. <laughs> All right, you get an Ouya with console and controller, plus the rewards above, of course. And then they said this is for early birds. We can only offer a limited number at this price. Uh, please add $30 if you want a second controller. However, the pledge $99 or more sounds nearly identical. I can't figure out what the difference is uh, because it you get an Ouya, console and controller. Uh, they guarantee that there will be one for you before it gets to stores, plus the rewards above. It is the same. The difference is that the $99 one, because that's the actual price of the console or what they want to be at the moment, uh, $95 because there's less profit on that, they could only do a few of those, so then they oh, went off so and did the $99 a... ones. Gotcha. And they started with, what, a thousand or so? 
or five thousand or something. Yeah, they for only 99, had 5, And then it went on, and they you know increased the limited number more and more as they realized, oh, with this money or whatever, we can produce more of the console. Mm-hmm. And there's still um forty five thousand um ninety nine dollar consoles that you can purchase right now. <clears throat> and then of course you get um the only difference of buying it early is you know you're guaranteed to get one. You might not, or you wouldn't have to wait for uh, stores to stock it, obviously. And then you also get your founder emblem <clears throat> next to your username, which will be reserved for you. Uh, you can take the next one. What? Are you, are you gonna take the next one or not? What, the next story? Because we skipped over that, so kind of a yeah. problem here. I was going to say the next pledge, but okay. Wow. Anyway, there's three more. Uh, pledge $1,337 or more. You get an Elite Developer Special. You see the Developer Special plus the email equivalent of a hotline into OUYA, a closely guarded email address that gives you direct access to our team and priority handling. But wait, there's more. You and a friend are invited to an OUYA launch party in Los Angeles. Warm up those biceps because you'll be lifting a serious gift bag packed with goodies we're keeping secret until the party. And then I actually um, went over the $700 or more. Uh, you get a first-run OUYA, already rooted, uh, early SDK access, an extra controller, and they'll help you get started. You actually get the, co the, <clears throat> the console three months early, so you get it December of this year instead of March next year, which is really cool. $5,000 or more, you get the designer. For the designer's designer, it says. Uh, they're going to put you up for for a day in San Francisco with... Ian can say it for me quick. Lovely. Yep. You can say his name, because I'm going to mess it up. Ives Behar. There we go. Basically, you get to talk with him and his team at Fuse Project, discuss the creation and development of the OUYA. Then they said that they'll give you one when they're ready, and spend some time with the community of extraordinary pro product designers. $10,000 or more, which actually six people have backed, which is insane. It's called the Angelus. The entire first production run of consoles will have your username and backer number engraved into it. So every single console on the first run, you'll be able to flip over or look on the back. I'm not sure what they mean by the back. <coughs> um, your username will be there. That That's crazy. My my friend was saying that he was going to be a troll and buy one of those $10,000 packages and make his username be Fuck Ouya. <laughs> was that you, Ian? Nope. Oh, it must have been Luke. But apparently there was someone who did troll $10,000, uh, not with a username yet, obviously, since mm -hmm. they haven't done that, but they pledged $10,000, then quickly took it away after the Ouya was getting like really popular. Mm -hmm. So we had just passed, I think it was when it was $5 million or something, and then they got rid of their pledge, so then dropped back behind $5 million again. Oh, wow. After they had tweeted about, oh, we hit $5 million, stuff like that. So, you know. What an ass. Lovely. Yep. Alright, um, then before we talk about the other news article that we skipped over. It was just easier to transition to this because we were already talking about Kickstarter. Um, the Twitch TV is teaming up with them. You can actually, you know, watch 
Twitch TV right on your OUYA. And then it sounds like there's going to probably be some other services that are going to be available. But that's really cool because obviously Twitch allows you to watch other people play games and uh, even, you know, watch watch groups of people play games. <clears throat> so it sounds like this OUYA is not just going to be a crazy, awesome Android console, but it's obviously going to have some entertainment and some other cool features that people normally wouldn't think of. Alright, and then I'm going to let Ian take the final article. Well, this isn't much of an article, but uh, there's Game Maker for Mac now on sale. It's only $20, which is what you know, Game Maker used to be, but <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's only $20, and you can go off and rush and get it now, though. Meh, Mac. Yeah, I don't really see what the point of the sale is. Obviously, they should have done this for Windows as well, because that's probably where most of their market is. It's kind of ironic, really, because you think the Mac are generally the people who are going to have more money to spend. Exactly. I mean, if you have a Mac, generally it costs more than having a PC, though. I mean, PCs are more customizable and stuff, so you could have spent more money on your PC, but still. Um, it just seems kind of backwards. Yeah, I get what you're trying to say, because PC, you know, you can get any range. You can go buy a really crappy PC at a garage sale for $10, or you could build your own awesome one for a few thousand dollars. Whereas, you know, Max, there's not really any cheap models, so obviously you're going to have to put in a bit more money. So that does make sense that, you know, Mac users would be willing to spend more since they would have more money. I don't know. Yo-Yo Games, I don't get any of their marketing techniques. Yo-Yo Games? Fuck logic. <laughs> Basically. Um, so yeah, you can go buy Game Maker for Mac for $20. Yeah, have fun. Alright, and then uh, I checked out the OUYA Devs website, OUYADevs.com, and obviously it's unofficial, but they caught me with their main uh, picture for the uh, site, and it's OUYA, obviously, each letter being in a button on the controller, and that would make a lot of sense. Have I mean, OUYA has four letters, there's four buttons, they can make it their own <coughs> unique thing, instead of copying, you know, Sony or uh, the standard, which is obviously B, A, and X, and Y, so that, that would definitely be a good way to do it. And then it looks like it's going, going to run Android Jelly Bean. Alright, um, so we are going to do a little intermission and then we will talk to everybody that's in our IRC. Alright, so we'll catch you in a few.
Alright, so we're having some interesting conversation in the IRC, mostly between a couple of users named Doopy and Dumb. Alright, intermission, wow, it was 30 seconds. Alright, so it sounds like you guys are doing it. Doopy said, read this, DDD. I, okay, congrats. Alright, so obviously this part of the show we talk with our IRC and basically answer questions, have a conversation about stuff, give our opinions, anything. And Dumbs just told me to say dumb, and Ashley said trolls, and it, yeah, it kind of sounds like they're trolling a bit. Or not, not trolling, but... They're being a bit of a nuisance. <laughs> Alright, so anybody who wants to join our IRC can either go check out our Twitter. We have a link to the IRC in our latest few tweets. Or if you don't want to do that, you can obviously open up your IRC client, if you have one, and go to the Afternet uh, network, which is irc.afternet.org, and join the Indie Function channel, I-N-D-I-E-F-U-N-C-T-I-O-N. And if you don't have an IRC client and are too lazy to go on Twitter, you can just open up a new tab in your web browser and go to bit.ly slash I-N-D-I-E and then a capital I, capital R, capital C. Press enter or go or whatever pleases you and there you go, you'll be right there. Alright, so Doofy has a question for me. I'm just waiting for him to type it. And we sit here in silence. Okay, he said, uh, let him think a few minutes. Alright, perfect. <clears throat> Alright. So, Galman33 said, why do I have to pay for programming? Uh, Newsflash, uh, you, you don't quite have to pay for news, or programming, I'm sorry. Right, so Ian and I are going to talk about random stuff now. What do you want to talk about, Ian? Um, anything but last night. Ooh, awkward. <clears throat> Alright, so Dom says that he's got a question about the Ouya. Or, or should I let you think a few minutes? Alright, he asks, can I pay $99 so it doesn't succeed? Um, I guess you could... Um, I don't think that that's going to persuade them into not succeeding much, but... Well, that's dumb. Uh, Ian made a joke. Ashley asked what happened last night with a winky face. Dead air. Alright, uh, Doopy asks if I have stage fright. I don't quite have stage fright, I'm sorry. Alright, Dumb said, you guys suck. <clears throat> so thank you. Alright, does anybody have anything interesting to say in the IRC chat, or we're just going to move on to the credits? Like Galman33, perhaps. Or Ashley. Or anybody who usually is here but isn't right now. How about <coughs> Splitter? <laughs> How about Splitter? I haven't heard you in a while. Oh, 
Uh, Galman33 said that it's kind of weird that an Ouya Plus controller is $99, whereas an additional controller is 30 Which means that the console itself would technically be worth $70. Thing is, the controller, I mean, they make a profit off both, so obviously the controller is not actually 30 or $33 or whatever. So... With the console and controller, I mean, the console itself, I think, cost about 70 or 60 manufacturer, and when you get to, like, what's actually being produced massively in March or whatever, or maybe February or something, um, it should be uh, cheaper. So mm -hmm. it really isn't like, oh, we're, you know, having $60 or something, for the console and 30 for the controller because they're making a profit off both of them. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you can actually make a controller with about the same uh, hardware and whatnot, about the same like controls and everything, except for the touchpad, for about $5 now or something. Sure. So, yeah. That's pretty interesting. But um, if you think about it, <clears throat> considering the console is $100 and the controller is 30 that means that the controller is about well, controller plus console can, together is 100, I mean. The controller is about uh, one-third of the package, then, in terms of price. Can I buy Ouya without the controller? Galman33 <laughs> uh, said, what are they going to do if they fail with $5 million? They're going to be having a lot of pissed-off people on their ass and lawsuits... Well, as Julie Lemon said, their reputations are on the line. Yep. Sounds like indie game the movie too. Yep. Right. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, an indie game the movie supporting this, by the way. What have they said about it? Um. Just check on Twitter. Oh yeah, that that makes sense. <clears throat> Make a little too much sense if you ask me. Alright. It's too easy. Dumb said that they said that it's dumb. I don't, I don't know why you're bothering to I mean, use the trolls. I mean, you're feeding the trolls, Brett. This isn't good. Didn't your mother ever tell you about feeding the trolls? Hey, my mom said not to give food to ducks. She said nothing about the trolls. Uh, Dumb said, give us a canned joke because I want to see if the other ones were canned or not. Dumb asks, what am I wearing? And, uh... I'm guessing I should just be silent. If there's nothing. Oh. Alright. <clears throat> Alright. Alright, so the weird nature has entered. Hello? Do you have any good questions or conversation to go? Because I'm... Ian and I are getting pretty sick of this. Alright, uh, thank you, Ian, for removing our little troll balls. Alright, so the Weird Nate said that he does have a good question. Oh, suspense. Alright. Drum roll! Or we can all just stare awkwardly at Galman. Yep, let's stare at Galman. Right, so the Weird Nate said, "Okay, do you think it'll be there will be room for five consoles?" 
Well, considering the size of the Ouya, yes. Uh, the PS4, uh, PS4 720, Wii U, Ouya, and Z. What is the Z? When it turns out to be his own console, I'm going to indulge with that I told you so because I can tell you whatever I like. Uh, Forever Alone just entered Sup Dorks, and it's interesting because they have the same uh, IPs as the guys that we just kicked. Hmm. Interesting. I feel like there's a missing band button over here for some reason. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's isn't, that, sad. isn't that amazing, Forever Alone? I know, it's such a coincidence. Alright, so, the weird Nate says Z equals the Pawbite console. Can you link us to this? Is there any news about this? I understand it's uh, your console and you want to, you know, promote it. So, do you have any links for us to uh, check out stuff? Alright. Alright, so, um, the Weird Nate said that you can find it at nextgen.pawbite.com, bite with a Y instead of an I. Um, they said that they have a new email feed that, um, they can send updates with. So let's, uh, check this out, nextgen.pawbite.com, alright? Alright, so, uh, looks like there isn't too much to look at. Uh, there's a short little video showing some of the hardware that he's working with. Then, um... Hmm. Right, he's saying that they are still developing the firmware, operating system, SDK, and acquiring funding, and more. So, uh, the Weird Nate, do you want to tell us a little more about the actual console? Like, uh, some of the features, what it's going to run, uh, what its unique things are... Alright, so he said that it looks quite similar to Ouya. Okay, he says that it runs on Linux and has DVD support. Alright. So, I'm um, just looking at it, uh, there's, there's not a whole lot of stuff yet out about it, it looks like. Um, just video of hardware and then a little, a few links about it. So there is the double paw engine it's called. That's the SDK uh, console announcement. Yeah. Um, says uh, the DVD not for playing video but games. We might get another disc like optical. There's been a bunch of support from people that previously supported the ND, which was an indie console project a while back that got scrapped. <laughs> Do you remember talking about the ND, Ian? Yep. Oh, jeez. That, that was kind of fake from the beginning, probably, so what the ever. Yeah. They said that they're being quite quiet about it until the Ouya's uh, Kickstarter is over, which makes a lot of sense, obviously, because 
A, if you do it right now, since the Ouya is bigger, it's going to look like you're just copying them. No offense, I'm not saying that you are. Just That's what a lot of the public will say. <clears throat> B, the Ouya is doing really well, meaning that everybody's attention is on it. <clears throat> and then they're not quite going to probably support yours as much, since the Ouya is kind of the spotlight right now. So it is good that you're waiting a little bit for this. Right, uh, they said that they're on the verge of launching a Kickstarter soon, but the whole Ouya thing required us to have it behave a bit differently. And then, um, hmm. and then the Weird Knight said that they've been working on it before Ouya was even heard of. But then again, if you think about it, Ouya was probably worked on for quite a while before it showed up. So, right. He said that he's got three other dedicated people working on it and stuff. Um, hmm, that's pretty interesting. Uh, he said that there's some people working with him that have worked on the movie Thor and with Sony before. Right. Any other information about uh, your console, the Z? And then, um, alright, right. <clears throat> and then, wh what is, um, is, is Z just a, a code name for your console, or is that going to be the official name, because, um, obviously it's very short, so. Um, he's still talking about, um, the email stuff. So, uh, <clears throat> Gaman, Galman, uh, posted a Kickstarter project called the Guitar, the first guitar that anybody that can play. And basically it looks like it's just plugging an iPod. And then there's, uh, LED lights. <gasps> oh, whoa! This is really cool. Okay, so basically you plug in your iPod, and then it takes in the song, and it has LED lights all the way across the fretboard. And so it you shows can see where to strum, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it shows where to put your fingers on the thing, so then you know where to strum. That is so cool. That's really cool. However, um, it reached its funding goal a month ago on June 25th. Um, it wanted $100,000. It got... Three hundred fifty-three thousand dollars, three hundred ninety dollars. Zero six to go. Yeah. And then there are nine hundred fifty-six backers. Wow. Um, they said that this the awesome. early. Wait, hold on. Let me read this. Um, they're saying that it's going to come out September two thousand twelve for the people that um supported it. Okay. Hmm. I'm not sure if it's going to actually come out in September, but um, all the rewards are saying September, so I'm guessing you know they're probably going to have finished by then, obviously. Oh, this is really cool. 
Alright, now I'm going to go back to the IRC, and then... He said Z is not going to be the official name, it's just a variable, not even a code name. Um... Oh, I get what you're saying now. You're saying Z is if there was another console next to all the consoles. Um, but then again, not a lot of people are actually going to own the PS3 um, 7, or I mean the PS4 720, the Wii U, uh, the Ouya, and any other consoles. Because obviously most people don't have a lot of money now with the recession and such. Alright, uh, Galman33 is saying bye, so goodbye to you. And then, hmm. All right. Well, thanks for talking about your console, the Weird Nate. Um, if anybody else has any questions before we are about to log off, just let us know. Or else we're just going to head on to the credits in a few seconds, because obviously this has been a pretty dead chat. Alright, the Weird Nate has one more question. Now we wait in silence. Dead air, dead air, dead air, dead air. Alright, but um, definitely anybody who's interested in putting their games on the web, check out Game Jolt. It was a really active place a while back, and it's just recently with the announcement of their, their <clears throat> uh, game achievements, there's been a lot of returning members that I haven't seen in years, and a lot of new members, and it's just sparking with life again. It's really nice. Um, so definitely check out that. It's just gamejolt.com. Pretty simple. If you can't spell those, I think you might be a little too young to um, be listening into this. And then uh, the weird night said, "When does season three of Indie Radio begin?" And I'm guessing that we're probably gonna take another hiatus around the holiday season, like we did um, last year. It'll probably actually be later. December this year, though, um, because we are planning on getting an interview with Julie about the Ouya console, and when they actually know stuff about mm -hmm. it, as opposed to now when they are afraid to say anything for sure. Yep. So we're gonna interview her in December when they're doing the first round of consoles for the uh, seven hundred dollar or more c contributors, <coughs> and um, yeah. So we'll probably be going, and then we'll probably take a quick hi hiatus uh, over Christmas to middle of January. It's just to get some stuff ready, and then we'll come back with a bang, as always. Uh, the Weird Night is saying that the radio glitched. That's probably not good. I don't know what you mean by glitched. Hopefully you can still hear us. And um, 
I think we're just about done for today, so we will do our credits right after this. Thank you for listening in to broadcast number 31 of Indie Radio. This broadcast was broadcasted live with 1,000 mics and was recorded using Audacity. All music is found on Newgrounds, coming from Nemesis Theory and Three Clicks Philip. Thank you again for listening in and hope to have you be a part of the next broadcast, which will be August 4th, and hopefully it will be troll-free. Uh, we don't know what the interview will be yet, but we know for sure that there will be one. Uh, unlike today, sadly. Have a good weekend.